You are listening to Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast, a podcast dedicated to discussing common challenges and, more importantly, successes with eating plant-based. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan. And I'm Bob. Welcome. Let's talk about whole food plant-based lifestyle and how to incorporate that in our lives. This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition. Hello, welcome everybody. Uh, you are listening to Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast. Today uh, with me is Bob. I'm Dr. Dan. Hi, Bob. Hi, Dan. It's a wonderful day here and uh enjoy what we're getting ready to talk about today. I know, a, uh, we're, we usually record this in a library. Uh, we go to one of the back rooms and record, and I felt a little strange because I was hauling a, a large cache of books into a library. <laughs> so I might have to sneak my cache of books out of the library and get tackled by the librarian here. I just brought the big suitcase with rollers on it, I Build that up before going out of the, uh, the house today. So. so today we're going to talk about what's in our libraries. So uh, one of the questions we get quite often is, you know, what do I what do I read to try and get smarter about this? Because when anybody mm-hmm. starts this journey, they start at zero. Yeah, um, it, it's it's not something that a lot of people have spent a lot of time talking about, or uh, it's not your traditional field of study. Back in the day, a few girls and, and, and some guys would take what was back then called home, home economics. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's called like food science or health science or something like that. But not a lot of, uh, not a lot of detailed reading or uh, internet research on this. Yep. So uh, I would like to start off with uh, my library. One of the first books I got on this, I think I mentioned earlier, in the podcast series that uh, Caldwell Esselstyn gave me a lecture, uh, not a personal lecture. I was at a lecture where he spoke. Um, and so one of the first books I bought was his book, which is called Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease. So it, it, uh, it really lays down the fundamentals of how you can use this way of eating to improve your health and especially cardiovascular health, which, you know, the number one killer of Americans is car- is is heart disease. So if this is the only thing that this diet does is reduce the risk of heart disease, it should really be the de facto diet. And, and there's a lot of good, in a lot of the, the books, you'll find a lot of crossover, uh, a lot of the same principles mm-hmm. that will be there. Uh, but they sometimes will focus on different, different diseases or, uh, Different methods and approaches, but basically all f- f- uh, for most of them talking about how eating a plant-based diet uh, will improve your uh, overall well-being. Yeah, and we're going to mention you know some different disease processes a day, and this podcast is not not geared or designed to to try and cure anybody out there in our audience. It's it's mainly, you know, I say if you read this particular book, it gives you a baseline to talk with your physician about how you can incorporate lifestyle medicine to try and help your 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 uh, your uh, your journey. I want to say up front before I delve into different books, what I found 
that I enjoyed the most about developing my library and reading my library is when I first started, and even before I, I went plant-based, because I, I went healthy, so to speak, I'm doing the quote mark here with my fingers, healthy before I started going what I think is real healthy when I went plant-based, is I needed to learn to think for myself. Mm -hmm. I needed to understand how my body works in addition the various parts of my body, my pulmonary, my cardiovascular, my endocrine, my lymphatic, how that was all working so that when I put added the nutrition to that, it started to make sense to me. It made me feel, oh, I eat an apple, Here's what the apple has. It's good for me. It goes through my body. And here's how it's impacting all these various systems. And here's what they're using it for, for the good. And then if I don't eat well and eat bad stuff, here's all the things that might not go well and my body parts. So if you think for yourself, because you're, you're going to get, and I'm going to get, and I've gotten, I listen to a lot of nonsense, what I hear, or a lot of, you must do A, B, C, or D, and a lot of lists. Well, if I know how to think for myself, and I develop that line, or which I have, then generally speaking, I can say, I, I hear what this person or this writer is saying. Mm -hmm. I can, for myself, say, those are good points. These maybe I don't agree, or these I don't know and can learn more. But you're just not accepting as gospel, or this is true because the person is well-known, or they have a title behind their name, that you must accept what they're saying is the only way to go. Right, and, and lifestyle medicine is a relatively new field, and the science is still evolving. You know, the one example is the gut microbiome. We've always right. known you have, you know, bacteria that live in your gut. What we're finding is that they actually have an important role in your mood, uh, how you mm -hmm. uh, process yep. energy, how diseases manifest themselves. So, I mean, they're, and that's brand new, so... Um, you know, the science that, that we're trying to talk about here is not something that's written in stone either. It's, it's going to continue to evolve as, as people look at it. I want to mention, I'll go real quick on this. For those of you that do live in the Quad Cities, there's a number of sources that are out there. And, and for those who don't live in the, this area, you, you'll understand that these general sources could be in your area. Two of my favorite bookstores... Books a Million, uh, 53rd near Utica Ridge. A lot of good books. Some of them are on sale. I go there and get so on sale because it makes it... And the prices aren't bad for full price. Uh, there's also, uh, if you're on the Iowa side, the Book Rack, Elmore, West Side, south of 53rd, across the street from Best Buy. Used bookstore. That's a good source. And, of course, we have our public libraries, you can go into and get a lot of good resources there. 
available to uh, to get books. Mm-hmm. So let's see here. I know one of the books that you and I share, not we don't share it together, but we both brought a copy with us, uh, would be uh, Dr. Michael Greger's book um, yes. called How Not to Die, which is an interesting book. And he'll tell you right off the bat, this book is not a book to tell you how to never die because we all die. You know, uh, it, it's part of the human condition is that eventually it's going to end. But uh, the first chapter is, I believe, how not to die from heart disease. Yes. And the second disease is how not to die from diabetes. So, it, you know, the, it's how to basically stack the cards in your favor uh, using, using um, uh, tools of lifestyle medicine. So one of the cool parts about this book is it is pretty comprehensive. It goes through a lot of common chronic diseases that people have that lifestyle medicine can have a huge impact. And the thing I liked about Dr. Greger's book when I first got it and why it is, in my way, it's like my, it's it's not a rule book, uh, but it's a base that I can, can go back to. Because in plain, non, non-classroom type, he doesn't talk about the in-depth bio, biochemistry where there's so many carbons and so many neutrons right. and little A, big A, phosphate, lipo this, lipo that. He puts it in plain English, Gregor does, where you can understand it and he gives references so it made it very, it's a very easy read. And he gives life stories about people he knows and things that have happened that will help you. So one, one of my things about this book, I have a rule about reading is that if, I call it my half inch rule, which means if the book is thicker than a half inch, then I probably won't read it. So it totally breaks that rule. However, the way it's written, it's, it's almost like a textbook. So let's say you have, I believe, kidney diseases in there. Don't start off with the beginning of the book. You know, Go to that section that applies yes. to you and read that chapter. And then if you want to read the whole book, that's fine. But you know, if you read the part that applies to you most, you don't have to spend you know, uh, what, a week and a half to, to churn through this book. And it, it is... Written, it's a scientific textbook type deal, so it doesn't have a very good plot. Uh, so if you're reading it from cover to cover, it can be a little bit tough of a read. Right. But if you skip to the section that applies to you, it's not bad at all. And and I find it sometimes when I am talking to friends, I say friends because I don't usually engage in uh, anybody else's uh, health care uh, other than my own, but if somebody's dealing with an issue I can I can go at least for myself and read about the issue that they might be going through so if they do ask for any advice I can give it to like if somebody's having a, a challenge and I even look back on people that I that I know that have passed away from close friends so uh, you know close friends that have uh, uh, died of certain cancers I can go back and I can read that one chapter mm-hmm and say, boy, that was a you know a good close friend. They passed away from this. You know, what am I doing in my life that I might be able to, to improve or to change so that that disease doesn't manifest itself 
in my life and I can go back and read that one chapter or a fresher. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a it, and it really hits a lot of the topics, it's, you know, like that, that people, the diseases that people generally tend to get in this country or take a lot of prescription drugs for, like there's a section on high blood pressure. There's a, a, a section on uh, diabetes. There's a section on uh, prostate cancer. He even has a section on uh, depression. And so it's a, it's a great read and recommend uh, everybody buy your own car- copy. You'll use it, but it's also available in your, your public libraries, I'm sure, where if you just want to pick, pick it up for a couple weeks and read it and see if it works for you. Now, another book that uh, Michael Greger uh, put out is uh, How Not to Diet. And uh, this one here is very similar to How Not to Die. He, he sets it out in kind of a step-by-step or a, a disease, a, a study-by-study breakdown. It, it's a little bit tougher read even still, but if you have any particular question about any particular diet and you want to know what is the actual research that you uh, has been done that says is this helpful or not helpful, he actually goes through that and says, yes, this this did, does work. No, this doesn't work. How well does this work? So if you have any questions about any particular diet, he probably goes through it. When I, when I look at the books sometimes, and I think about books, there's a number of different types. And I, I break them down into these areas. There's the, the basic fundamental nutrition books. There are cooking and food prep books. And as you develop a library, you can, I did for myself, I use these categories to kind of fill in of things that I might want to get. So I have some, my wife has more cooking and food prep books. I cook a lot for myself. I just don't like recipes, so I don't buy a lot of them. But I know that, Dan, you have a cooking and food prep book uh, Mm -hmm. I see over there. Which one is that? My wife, I think, uses that as well, too. This one here? The, yeah. The, the Oats She Glows cookbook? Well, the, the one beneath it oh, is something oh, forks that over she knives. really likes. Forks Over Knives. Yeah, th- this is a good one. Uh, forks Over Knives is, is it's written as a truly whole foods, plant-based cookbook. So the recipes are going to be little or no fat, low salt, uh, lots of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans... And it goes through, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, desserts, snacks. It, it goes through a lot of them. There's 300 recipes in here. And another, I, I have heard of many, many people like that book. Yeah. Uh, from, a, from a standpoint, as I've watched documentaries or listened to podcasts, that's well referred to. I have an oldie, and it may be a goodie. It was written by a guy named Neil Bernard, and uh, a medical doctor and a whole food plant-based advocate uh, works out of the Washington, D.C. area. The title of the book, Neil Bernard, B-A-R-N-A-R-D, is called Foods That Cause You to Lose Weight. Now, that's not always the reason why everybody starts eating plant-based. Right. But what I would recommend this book, and I, I picked it up, I got a used copy of it. It'd be great if 
you wanted to share the book or share the book with somebody who wasn't eating plant-based and was focusing on eating, quote, healthier to lose weight. It, it is written by Neil Bernard, who's a plant-based whole foods eating guy, doctor. And it was written a long time ago, but uh, it was written, uh, copyrighted in here, maybe 15, 20 years ago. But it, it lays out why if you eat plants, here's how you're going to end up <laughs> losing that weight. Uh, here's how the body works. And it's a simple read, and it's got a lot of recipes in it. I enjoy reading it. Yeah, Good book. And, and Dr. Neil Barnard, he does write actually quite a few books. Um, and I have a couple of them written down. Um, I've read all of these books. Uh, I get these on Kindle when I get his books, so I don't have a copy in front of me. But one of them that I, I, when I have patients who have diabetes, I will tell them to get Dr. Barnard's program for reversing diabetes. Mm -hmm. And it's not a special diet that is special to diabetics. It's a whole foods plant-based way of eating. But the way he has that book written out, I have not seen anybody write a better way to explain how food and lifestyle affects diabetes. I mean, he just does a fantastic job of laying that out. And I, I, if you get it online, uh, like a Kindle download, it's like less than 10 bucks. I tell people that he's not making a killing on these books. He's, he's doing it because he really, truly believes this is something that, that will help people. Two of my, uh, I got some subject books. Uh, that's what I'm calling them. They can be, I found them very helpful when I uh, started. They're on how to remove toxins from the body. Mm -hmm. Both, it was helpful in the respect that a lot of what I felt I was doing by eating a plant-based diet was I was removing, because I ate so much fiber, mm -hmm. I was getting rid of a lot of the toxicity mm -hmm. uh, that was in my body, and I wasn't adding a lot of processed food anymore, so my body was cleansing itself. So I wanted to understand that process, but I found it very intriguing and very encouraging and I think in this first one, I started reading this before I went plant-based. It was written by a da, um, an individual named Don Colbert. And I'm not sure if Don Colbert is a fully plant-based person, but at least from understanding the toxicities that come from eating a non-plant-based processed food, sad American diet, Right. This guy was uh, was on it, and uh, he uh, the the title of the book is Toxic Relief: Restoring Health and Energy Through Fasting and Detoxification. So I found that a very good read, and there was also one written by Brenda Watson called the Detox Strategy: A Vibrant Health in Five Easy Steps. Because as somebody changes their diet, it may be gradual. And having an understanding of what's happening to a body, as a body removes toxins, there may be, in some people, 
not feeling very good as those toxins flow around in the body. So I found these books to be helpful from uh, even educating myself to not, what were my thoughts on intermittent fasting or not, and being able to say, I think I understand a little bit better about detox strategies and not just hearing somebody on a podcast talk about not eating for 52 hours and then eating for 27 seconds and right. being facetious. But think for yourself. So these are two detox books and recommend you get some detox books. Yeah. the uh, One of the other books that uh, I like, and I don't think you have read this one, but uh, Dean Ornish's book, mm-hmm. um, it's called uh, Undo It. Yeah, and uh, Dean Ornish, I, I really like his approach. And uh, there's two doctors who've actually had published studies showing that you can reverse or, or uh, re- reduce and reverse heart disease. One I mentioned, Dr. Caldwell Elsleston Jr. Uh, the other one is Dean Ornish. But Dean Ornish's approach was more than just diet. It involved five strategies, which would be eat well, move more, so exercise, stress less, so stress management. He's big into meditation and and love more, so those relationships. Did I say five, four? Four four pillars, Uh, loving more. So, um, you know, those strategies together help make a healthier person. So, and... and, You got me interested now. I might get that one. Let me, uh, what's the title again? Here, I'll, I'll let you read it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. It's called Undo It. Mm-hmm. Because and what intrigued me about what Dan just said there is the love more, stress well. I've learned since, at least in my life, since I went from the standard American diet and was only concerned in 2008 when I left that diet. December of 2008, and I didn't go plant-based until 2017. 2017? Yeah, 2017. I only changed because I didn't like the way I looked in the mirror and felt in the morning. And my goal was to lose weight, and my goal was to uh, have a certain body shape. And I accomplished both of those, but then I started to realize it's more than just that. It's this concept of wellness. Right. And and if you are stressless and you you love more things and you despise more things, your mental state has a lot to do with how well you are and contributes and you add on to that the good food. Mm-hmm. You're less likely to engage in certain activities, or I, I know I was, activities or food that were harmful to my wellness. It's sleep better. So I'm, I'm a, a thank you, Dan, for giving me the undo it for my uh, a temporary loan and read. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I that, that's a good one. I've, I've read it and I actually have an audio copy of that too, so I've listened to it also. I came in with a topic book, and this was a topic book. I picked this book up uh, off of a uh, free anybody take it book from when my mom was in a uh, 
a senior living facility. And I was very interested in fats. Uh, this is kind of like a, a subject book. It's not an eating book at all. Uh, but if you're interested in what is it that, like Dan is talking about heart disease. Mm -hmm. So if you want to understand what is a fat and think for yourself and, and you want to hear somebody and they're talking about triglycerides, uh, lipids, uh, that's a, by reading this book, I understand what a lipid was, you mm -hmm. know. Lipidemia, phospholipids, lipo or fat suction. I never knew it, you know. But but anyway, there's a book written by a guy named Udo Erasmus. That's E R A S M U S called Fats That Heal and Fats That Kill. How eating fats and oils and you don't have to agree with everything that it's in all these books, but you just want to make yourself smart. Eating the right fats, he called it. Mm -hmm. um, how they improve your energy level, your athletic performance, your fat loss, your cardiovascular health, immunal, immune, immune function, longevity, and more. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a scientist out of Canada. Uh, it's a very, very good read. It's a little bit scientific. But sometimes I felt like I needed to understand a little bit you know, what's a molecule and stuff I hadn't read about since high school biology and uh, chemistry when I was asleep. What's a double bond? Little things like that. Sometimes I'd have to read the thing more than once or twice, but it was a great book to understand uh, more about facts. And, and you bring up a good point. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, Neil Barnard's book, uh, his plan for uh, reversing diabetes. Um, he goes into the model that is a newer model out there as far as one of the causes of diabetes, where it's the intracellular lipids that are causing yeah. Uh, the 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 insulin molecule to or the uh, the insulin transport molecule to lock up to where it doesn't work correctly, the uh, but if you are reading that and you're like you know what I, I kind of get it but I want to know a little bit more you can always find a book that digs deeper into that topic so that you can understand the base of where they're coming up with that model. Yeah, this is a chart I'm looking at now, and it it uh, kind of brings back like uh, what I probably studied in 10th grade biology. I didn't actually study anything in 10th grade biology. I was in a class. Um, <laughs> it goes, a cell, it's, what is that word right there? All oh, the organelles? Organelles and membranes. And it shows what a cell is, the membrane, the liposomes, the Golgi body, yeah. and the nucleus, and all this other stuff because... I found that there were, I'm a big podcast guy listening, and I'd listen to other podcasts, and they'd have these doctors and scientists, and they were providing all this information, and I had to listen and listen and listen and listen, but it, great reference stuff, uh, this book, you know, what is a, what is a fatty acid, what's a long chain, what's a, uh, what's a medium change? And so I don't remember all of it, but it's a reference book that when I want to go back and say, what's the meaning of this so I can think for myself mm -hmm. and make up my own mind, 
I can go to this book. Yeah, you're you're bringing back some uh, terrifying memories of me trying to study all these things for my biochemistry. And... <laughs> <laughs> but it, it gives you something so you can... I, I think the thing that I get out of some of these textbooks, like Fat to Kill and stuff like that, and some of the other ones on the toxicity and the more the science books I read, I got one here on alkalines and acids. And there's a whole bunch of these, but those have an impact. If you if you too have a too acidic diet, you're probably I'm probably not eating enough plants. I'm eating more proteins and meats. Right. So if the pH of your blood is right, then you're not going to rob calcium from your bones to level out the pH. Yeah. So understanding what what difference does it make what I eat, well, it does from looking at it from an acid-alkaline balance. Mm -hmm. And there was a book here that I found helpful. It's written by uh, Kilmet, uh, K-L-I-M-E-N-T, called The Acid-Alkaline Balanced Diet. Yeah. But I use it to understand the differences between acidity and alkalinity and how that may impact certain problems, possibly from everything from heartburn to kidney challenges. It's a good read. So if you pick up a book on acids and alkalines, that may help your thinking. Yeah, uh, one of the books that um, I wanted to bring up—it's one of the one of the core books again—would be the China Study from T. Colin yes. Campbell. Um, one of the things that I got out of that book was that sometimes we try and overthink things. Yep. You know, um, you, you mentioned you know the the alkaline acid diet, and you're right. You know, there are those things, but that kind of thinking, maybe overthinking the process a little bit too. That's not the only di reason to no, eat that diet. No, You know, so... Um, You're you know, right. You know, the, it's the simple version of it is if you eat more plants and you're feeling yes. better in all your numbers and you're living longer, you know, who really cares if it's doing this or that or the other thing? Right. You know, but... Um, yep. And, uh, but yeah, that, that was a really good read and I really like the way he kind of lays that out um, because yeah. uh, um, it, it is very easy to get caught up in all these little I don't want to say side um, um, ways of thinking. There, there isn't uh, a to me take the whole approach and I know I've been talking about the fat book and the alkaline book but I couldn't agree with you more Dan and I'm so glad you brought that up about how it's it's the whole of what we eat. You just can't go get that book on, uh, I'll make something up. I don't even know if there's a title this called, you know, but let's say there's a book that says the sugar solution or something like that. Yeah, right. So if a person never has one thing of granulated sugar ever again, they're fine. Or, a book called The Carrot Solution. Right. So if you eat 10 pounds of carrots, you're going to be healthy. Don't get caught in that trap. Right. Uh, go to books like that Dan's talked about with the Dr. Greger book on, uh, you know, the uh, uh, 
How Not to Die book or uh, some of the other ones that are there, uh, the Ornish book, and, and continue to just eat those fruits and vegetables and, and that is what it will, will make you to be able to look at a, a, a bunch of recipes or dive into a smaller book and not start with those books like I think Dan talked about, the, the China study, the, uh, uh, the Gregor book on uh, how not to die. And, and then from there, as you get smarter and you hear more and you see how the food you're eating is making yourself healthy, then maybe dive out and get yourself an alcohol acid alkaline book like I did yeah uh, or a fat book yeah I had a friend of mine who gave me a diet book um, based on the electrical activity of the way foods were grown I was like this sounds really weird and really out there but I read it and I yeah. enjoyed it I didn't agree with all of it and that's okay you know it's mm -hmm. just because it's written on a page doesn't mean I have to believe it and if you're starting this journey and you go with a book that is so single-focused, the journey of eating more plants. You may get confused because if you, if you eat that way, it, it's just going to take you down a path that might not be completely sustainable. Right. There's a couple of books that I want to mention from their more fun reads because they're real-life people story books. Mm -hmm. uh, they talk about... There's a book here written by Jillian... McKeith that I like that talks about eating plants and vegetables and it gives stories of how people's lives have changed through, through healthy eating. It's called You Are What You Eat, The Plan That Will Change Your Life. It, it lays it out in a way that uh, she shows how people she's worked with, uh, what they used to eat and what they how they changed and how they became better. I, I would highly recommend that. There's another one. Now I'm going to stop there. Okay. I'm going to talk about this. So I, we're, we're uh, got probably another good 10 minutes left here. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk about some cookbooks because I think cookbooks are an important part of your library. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. uh, if you don't know what to cook, how are you going to know what to eat? Well, I'm going to have to let you do much of that because Diane uses the cookbooks, and I think I just experiment. So, uh, Dan, uh, I'm, I'm listening to you. So, there, there's three cookbooks I have here that are kind of the core cookbooks. Uh, one is the China Study Cookbook. Uh, it's by Leanne Campbell. And, I mean, there's just a lot of really tasty recipes in there. are 175 recipes in this book. Wow. And uh, a lot of these cookbooks will start off, you know, addressing your pantry, what kind of foods you need to have in there. Some of them will talk about different skills, you know, cooking with, with water instead of oil or, yep. or knife skills, things like that. But And most of these cookbooks come with a lot of pictures. It, it, they look fantastic before you even start cooking. So the, the China study is a good one. Another one is the Plant Pure Nation cookbook. This one uh, is by uh, Kim Campbell, and uh, this one has 150 recipes in it. And uh, same thing, wonderful pictures, wonderful recipes in there. 
it, it it's just really good good cookbook. I I, I will say that my, at our home we both myself my wife we both do a lot of cooking. Sometimes we do it individually, sometimes we do it together. But one of the things that I appreciate about some of the cookbooks from Plant Based that she's she has is they have given her and myself ideas about how I can make certain items, like how do you make a hummus? And for those of you who never ate hummus, it's basically garbanzo beans, which are put into some type of a, you put them into a blender, at least that's how I do it. You put them into a blender, and you add some certain ingredients to them. Some people like to add sesame seeds, uh, tahini butter, some people add a little bit of lemon, and other things. And how you can just take a can of beans, or make your own beans, and it'll give you a little recipe, and you can try that, and I've done it, and then it, it may taste better in some instances, and certainly is a lot cheaper, because a can of garbanzo beans runs about a buck, and uh, throw in I actually use peanut butter and, uh, and a spoonful. And some people use the tahini seeds or the sesame seeds. You can grind those up or you can buy tahini butter, but that's more expensive. And so for a buck 20, let's say, you're getting the same amount, if not more, than you'd pay $4.50 for if you go buy it at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, uh, last uh, uh, books, um, it, it, uh, there's a series of cookbooks. Um, it's a company called Bad Manners. Um, it's the old Thug Kitchen cookbooks. They rebranded it. It's now called mm-hmm. Bad Manners. And I really like that, that one because it really approaches cooking a, a plant-based diet in a really fearless way. You know, uh, because like you said, with recipes, sometimes you want to make swaps and switches. And this book just says, yeah, do it. You know, if you don't want to put the oil in, don't put the oil in. If you want to cut back the salt, cut back the salt. If you want to use canned chickpeas instead of regular chickpeas and that's what you got, do it. So it really approaches it from a fearless way. So it, it takes a lot of the anxiety out of it because when you're cooking and especially if you're not used to cooking, it's terrifying. Or if, if you've always watched somebody prepare vegetables and saute them and they always got out the mozzola oil or the Crisco or whatever else and cooked the vegetables in that oil, the cookbooks will talk through and say, yeah, water, you simmer for so much time, add a little bit of vegetable stock or simmer your vegetables in a vegetable stock. And it's done in such a way that when you start to eat, at least when I start to eat it, it tastes just as good. Right. It just doesn't have the uh, the processed corn oil. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have gone through most of my books. How are you doing over there? I'll mention this one because I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's more scientific. It goes some, it's a, it's in a way, the name of it is Eat to Beat Disease. 
The New Science of How Your Body Can Heal Itself by William W. Lee, L-I, is how it's spelled, Lee, M-D. And it it's a little more scientific-wise than uh, the Gregor's book, uh, Eat to Beat this, uh, How Not to Die, but uh, in the cover, I, I found it fascinating, and that's why I enjoyed it. Fascinating, got a little bit more technical about how the body works. It goes, the book's plan shows you how to integrate the foods you already love in a diet and health plan to activate the body's health defense systems. Angiogenesis, regeneration, microbiome, DNA protection and immunity, fight cancer, diabetes, cardiovascular, neurodegenerative, autoimmune diseases, and others in debilitating conditions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the thing that I try to remember when I read these books and have to get reinforced into myself, this they give a lot of good ideas, but I always got to remember when I'm reading these books is that there comes a point in time where you know, I, can, I, can, I can get them feel a little bit better. But don't forget, when you know they listen to your body, when there's something not right, right. go see somebody who's been trained to fix your problem, and that's called a physician, a physician's assistant, a nurse who knows a heck of a lot more than I do and can test it and say, Bob, you got this problem. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, that, that's... Because this is, this is about food, and none of these guys that I've talked about or gals that have written these books is like the soothsayer of all knowledge ever, you know, henceforth. Right. Use those tools that are out there. I like this one by Dr. Lee, you know, some of the top, you know, what damages DNA? How does that maybe happen? Yeah. He had a section on the anatomy of the immune defense system that I found very helpful. And a lot of these books I read before the pandemic happened. Right. So I felt like I was more knowledgeable of listening to how that disease has progressed and that virus, the treatments, and other things, at least to make some thought processes and think for myself a little bit and understanding of what people are talking about. Yeah, and you bring up an interesting thing. You know, it's it's... Whether you read a, a book that is correct or incorrect, you know, it gives you a model. So if you got that model in your brain, you can use new knowledge that you have coming in, test it against that model, determine whether that current model that you have is correct or incorrect, and evolve it to where you're always getting the newest and best and the, the model that makes the most sense to you. Sometimes if... You read some, you get smart enough, you think for yourself, and you say, hey, I, I, you know, yeah, I'm just not, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm going to go visit physician or this person who says that they have certain skills in providing 
in whatever medical advice, you might go in and say, hmm, because of what I've read, because I'm smarter now, I think I want to get a second opinion. Right. Yeah. And um, so there's a lot of a lot of good reads. I'm gonna bring one up that if you you got a friend, you got a friend, and the friend is thinking about trying to eat better, but may not. Want, uh, this is a transition book, is what I'd call this book. Okay. Uh, if you're trying to go from a got got a friend who's going from a a real sad diet might be interested in eating better and getting closer to plant-based. It helped me a lot. It's not a plant-based book, but it helped me a lot on my journey. It made it a lot easier. It's called The Abs Diet. It was written by David Szenko, Z-I-N-C-Z-E-N-K-O by Men's Health. And uh, it really helped me eat a lot better. It wasn't all about abs. It was just how to eat a more healthier diet. And it's a good transition book for somebody that just uh, eats a wretched American diet. Well, there's a, there's a saying in, in weightlifting that uh, good abs are made in the kitchen. Or great yes. abs are made in the kitchen. So yes. you can do squats until the till the cows come home or do crunches yes. till the cows come yes. home. But if, if, if the abs are made, you're right. The abs are made in the kitchen. <laughs> I believe you. So uh, a lot of good reading material out there and, uh, and just go, go to your library and, uh, and, and, and read ahead. Yeah. And like I say, the different sources out there, you mentioned the library, um, you can get books delivered to your house now. Yes. Uh, the bookstores, it's always good to support local, um, uh, businesses and whenever you're buying things, you can buy, uh, uh, get downloads on Kindle where you can have the book with you 24 seven on your phone and you have audible books. So you, yeah, if you don't even need to read books, you can just have them read to you. Right. And I've seen places on, um, I, I don't have a Kindle and I don't download a lot of books, but I've, I've, I've seen advertisements where I think you could get some of these, it, it, it's not expensive, no. what I'm trying to say, to download a book. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, thank you again, Bob, for joining me today. Oh, you're most you know, this, is, this has been really cool going through our libraries here it today. Is. For everybody out there, if you do have uh, some books out there that you enjoy, uh, feel free to share them with us. Otherwise, uh, we'll be meeting with you here in a couple weeks. Have a great time until then, uh, and uh, thank you very much. Please contact us at www.heartlandrooted.com or on our Facebook page, Plant Pure Nation, Heartland Rooted, Quad Cities. This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition.